Let's talk a little bit more about the NBA, this game, and things coming up. We'll go to our guest line now, Patrick Everson, giving us some uh, some NBA advice here. Patrick, good evening. Thanks for joining PJ and I here on Bet MGM tonight. And we saw a Hawks game that that was an easy cover earlier, but that last basket to keep the under blocked away quite an ending. If you had uh, if you were sweating out the under in that one. Yeah, and first off, thanks to the two of you for having me on, Bill and PJ. I appreciate it, uh, as I always appreciate being on BetMGM tonight whenever possible. I think what's, what's kind of interesting, as you noted on that on that under, is really both of tonight's games saw quite a bit of movement to you know toward the uh, on the total downward movement on the total in both of these games. So, uh, and in, and in both cases, uh, with a couple of different books I checked with, the tickets and money were were running to the under. So. Uh, the books probably needed the over in both of these games tonight. I'm, you know, as uh, generally speaking, that's not necessarily the case in every book, but generally speaking, uh, so that 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 was certainly a, diff- uh, a difference making situation. It sounds like. Absolutely, uh, Patrick. Was there a game, or was there a prop or a side that you liked in this uh, Spurs Pelicans game? You know, I didn't with the playing games. I got to admit, I didn't look at them terribly closely. And just just from us churning out content on just the, the game stuff itself, didn't really look at the props that much. We did touch on a couple of props with some content that we did today that I was uh, that's that that was up at props.com. We do we try to put out a uh, pretty much at least every weekday try to put out a uh, uh, you know something on NBA props every day. And I, I know there were a couple that were that were noted in there for these games, and one of them, and I haven't even had time to see if it cashed yet, was. Uh, was the the prop of uh, Lamelo uh, uh, Lamelo Ball's rebounding at six and a half total rebounds at six and a half? Um, that was a that was one that we had among uh, uh, just the prop plays of of today, as well as a couple for this later game between the uh, the Spurs and the Pelicans. And one of those was uh, Devin Vassell at night at points, rebounds, assists total, and Herb Jones points total. All I think they all made compelling. Uh, arguments, and they were all for the over, honestly. Over six and a half rebounds for Ball, uh, over 19 and a half points, rebounds or assists for Vassal, and over, uh, over 10 and a half points for, uh, um, for Jones in this, in this first Pelicans game going on right now. So uh, it is something we, we definitely touch on every day, just not something I dove into pregame tonight. Well, Patrick, I don't blame you because, quite honestly, nine, ten games in the NBA – I mean, let's be honest. Are we really? Are we really? Exactly. These two teams, as I, I point out to, to PJ, these two teams are 24 games under 500 combined. <laughs> so I can't blame you for really not wanting to dive necessarily deep into the prop bets. But um, let's talk about the, some of the, the things looking forward here in the NBA playoffs when the real playoffs will get underway. And we've talked to a couple people already tonight about some of the, the teams that might be a, a good bet to win the conference, to make the NBA Finals. Are you finding any of the numbers that kind of jump out at you that say, wait a minute, that team is either way overvalued or way undervalued? Well, uh, look, I do – the Suns are rightly favored. I did a piece this week on just the current state of championship odds as we're heading into the playoffs and ran through those with with Christian Cipollini of uh, of BetMGM. So this is all – these are BetMGM numbers for BetMGM tonight, which I think pairs up nicely. And – and obviously the Suns with their regular season record, I, I believe their regular season record was eight games better than any other team. So, and, and when you consider that the Suns didn't have Chris Paul for, a, what, a 15-game stretch or so, um, I think that's even more impressive. 
Um, but plus 260 and then down to plus 550 for the Bucks. you've got basically the, you, you have the two teams from last year's NBA Finals there. Uh, I, I feel like plus 260, they should be the favorite. I feel like that's a little shorter than maybe it ought to be. But, uh, but again, this is a team that finished eight, teams, eight games better than anybody else in the league. If I were looking, I'm not betting Suns or Bucks. I'm certainly not betting Nets. The Celtics is an interesting story, but the thing is, we if we haven't if you know I didn't bet it, and if you haven't bet the Celtics, where well, you completely lost out on the value that you had even you know two three weeks ago, and certainly two months ago. I mean, this was a team that a couple of months ago at BetMGM was 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 well down the list. Uh, that Christian told me again, Christian Cipollini, who's uh, with the trading room for BetMGM nationally, to the beginning of February, uh, Boston was sixty six to one. Mm, wow. You know. So you're not, I mean, and it's not to say that 10 to 1 is, is bad now, but you just feel like, okay, if I didn't get it even in like early March or sometime in February and at like 30 or 40 or whatever, why would I bet it now at 10? But but it's a fascinating case because that team is hotter than a firecracker. It's played well the last couple of months. I kind of like the Warriors at 10. That's really not that far off their preseason number. Um, not much difference at all. I believe the preseason number with BetMGM was 12 to 1. I don't mind that at all. I might be kind of interested in that. The Grizzlies are interesting. Just you know, The Grizzlies are interesting for a couple of reasons. One, they had a much better season than expected. But two, um, maybe, maybe less from a championship perspective, but more from a game-by-game perspective, this team was awesome against the spread. I mean, really, really good against the spread all season long. So they're fascinating in that sense. I might, like I said, I might take a look at the Warriors and they, maybe the Grizzlies. Maybe you take a flyer on one of those teams in that twenty-five to thirty-five range to, to make a run. If Doncic is healthy, gets you know gets healthier or what have you, the Mavs, the Nuggets, the Jazz, maybe. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think the ones that stand out where you don't feel like you've lost a lot of value, teams like Golden State. Going to that, for the, looking at those first round series, Patrick, I'm interested. You know, the Raptors will be a trendy upset pick. Um, Brooklyn's going to be a trendy upset pick against Boston. Do you like either of those upsets, um, if if any, and do you have your eye on any other games? Yeah, in the in the uh in the in in the first round series, look, what I thought was interesting about Bo- the Boston series since you since you mentioned that, that's the one that kind of piques my interest a little bit more. If I believe if I saw it correctly last night, as numbers were starting to come out, series prices were starting to come out on the Nets and the Celtics. Um if I saw it, and I believe I saw it correctly, like there were some books that had the Nets favorite in that series and some books that had the Celtics favorite in that series. And ultimately how this is all uh, lined up is that most books, I, I don't think there's any book any longer that has the Nets favorite in that series. I'm seeing Boston in the neighborhood of like minus 140, minus 150, uh, maybe minus 160. So I thought it was kind of fascinating how there was some, and, and it was nice, honestly, how there was some difference in, of opinion that got out there and that people were able to bet into at least if you, if you felt like you were getting the better of the number um, when the Nets were favored and the Celtics were not, um, or that you feel like you're getting the better of it now when the Nets are not favored, um, getting, you know, plus money on the, on the Nets Celtics. I just, uh, I don't know. It's hard for me to, that, that series interests me the most. I don't know if it's something I'd invest in or not because Kevin Durant is just so, so good. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know about, you know, taking the Celtics as a favorite, but also, you know, this is a team that uh, that has had trouble 
you know, the second half of the season. It's been, you know, night and day, and, 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 and obviously there's, you know, the whole situation with Kyrie Irving and so forth, and, and he's playing and everything now, of course, but I just, I just don't know that I trust either one of them. <laughs> Looking at some of the other uh, series here, Patrick, and you've got Milwaukee and Chicago, and of course nobody expects necessarily the Bulls to, to win this series. I mean, obviously Milwaukee is the heavy favorite in this one, but does it make sense? I'm looking here for a Milwaukee sweep at plus 230. Does it make sense to 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 lay that type of number to get that return, or is that you take it too much of a chance because Milwaukee may get up 2 nothing, 3 nothing, and then sleepwalk through one there in Chicago and the Bulls steal one? I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a uh, you know a bad play to have the series basically to say the series is going to end in exactly four games, right? Right. And I'm seeing this here right now. BetMGM plus two thirty. Um, I would. I would probably be more prone though to take the plus one seventy for the reasons that you described. A team gets up two zero or even three zero, especially, and you know you you kind of feel like they can lay off the accelerator. And I will say I'm not sure. Uh, I, I don't know how well this went last year in the playoffs. I would have to go back and look. But I know prior to last year, and it may have even held up to a degree last year, that teams getting out to a 2-0 lead take the other side in game three, uh, at least against the spread. And it, and it seemed, and I know for a while, it was a pretty consistent um, trend that held up. Um, but that speaks to your point a little about getting up 2-0, maybe getting up 3-0 and sleepwalking, sleepwalking through a game. You get beat, you get refocused, you finish it off at 5. Or, you know, maybe you finish it off at 6. But what I'd be more apt to do uh, if I wanted to bet at 10 an exact number of games is take, uh, you know, is, is take, it, take it five games at plus 170. And uh, that's, that's, that's probably how I'd roll rather than projecting a sweep. All right. Yeah, Patrick. When you're looking at uh, when you're looking at props, I'm interested. You know, in the NFL for playoff season, I really like betting QBs to go over their rushing yards because I just feel like in a regular season game they might throw the ball away, but in the playoffs they'll fight for those extra two or three yards. When you're betting NBA playoffs and you're looking at props, whether it be points or assists or rebounds or whatever you want to bet. Is there a certain way that you bet the NBA playoffs differently than you might bet the regular season? Well, I, I think maybe generally, yes. But, and I think this is, this is something that's, that was pointed out today in, in our piece on, on Props.com that Matt LaMarca wrote on three NBA props that he liked in tonight's game. Tonight's games, two games. And he took the over on all three of them. I, I think kind of generally speaking, you expect, playoff basketball to be played at a little bit higher level, a little more defense, a little bit more intense, especially, you know, in these games where it's kind of like you, you, you've got to win to stay alive right now. It's not even a best of series. It's a, uh, you know, you're just trying to get to Saturday or Sunday at this point, but, um, and I'm not saying this is the only contributing factor, but I think it is a factor. So many teams that, you know, if they're in a certain position, if they can't really improve their position or if they're going to be playing the same team either way or, you know, wherever they're at, there, there's so much, so many teams rest players all the time now. Well, nobody was, you know, I doubt people that rest. If they, if they could play last night, they were playing because you have to win. If you're playing tonight, you, you know, you, you have to win. You, you, you've got to win, so you're going to use as much of your players as possible. And I think that was kind of the approach that Matt LaMarca has taken with some of these play-ins. He's like, he was noting, hey, some of these players' minutes have been down a little bit of late, but that's because they were kind of locked into their spot or what have you. 
they're going to play full minutes tonight. They're going to go full out. The overs might be the better play here. And that's, in fact, where he went on all these, thinking that these players are going to be getting as many minutes as possible, you know, scoring as much as possible, assisting as much as possible, rebounding as much as possible. So I think generally you might look at it when you get to the series, maybe things tighten up a little bit and you might be looking at unders on some of these props and so forth. But, uh, or if it's a yes, no thing, maybe you're looking at the no, kind of like, kind of like the sharp betters for the Super Bowl. They bet no on props like crazy. Right. Well, the Super Bowl is, you know, and, and the and the books always need the sharp side on those. The book needs no's and unders to come in or they get their butts kicked on the Super Bowl. When yeses and overs come in on the Super Bowl, the betters do great and the books do not. And I think there might be a little of a parallel to draw there. All right, very good. Patrick Everson, props.com. We appreciate the time tonight. Good luck with uh, everything coming up in all these NBA matchups. Absolutely. Appreciate it, too. You having me on. Have a great evening. Yep, thanks, you do Patrick. The same.